We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome this week's gang. It's Tommy Dean, Subby Valentine and Gwendolyn Colleen. Yay! And with the music is the great James Rain! Who we have safely behind glass. Yeah, why is <laughs> yes. that? Why well, can't, he's, he's talking can't like he should be heard, us. but we haven't Look, turned his microphone he's, yet. He's simultaneously the best singer-songwriter in the country and a petri dish. What? A petri dish of germs. We've oh. got to keep him. Is that why no, he's over oh, there? Oh, that's right. Is that because he's into rock and roll? No, it's because... <laughs> <laughs> It's because we can mix his sound better. If but he's good-looking. We should have him in here. We, we, we should. We should. Have him in here. We should. Later on. Of rock and roll, rock and roll, they pretty much have vaccinated themselves against everything. Do you think? They've already got I high mean, Keith immunity. Richards, Keith Richards is the guy. We should just, that, his blood should have been the COVID vaccine. <laughs> yeah, good point. Now, let's check uh, first that you're up with this week's news. Who ran to a ban over a man with a tan, leaving a fan, saying damn and reaching for the trash can? What's this story about? Did you use all the Anne words? You must have. I looked them up. You, you must have. Yeah. You Toucan, must you could have used. Uh, yeah, yeah, I right. think you've really reduced the achievements of an extraordinary writer. The <laughs> delivery name was is? appalling. Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus, original name. No, I think you've actually shown to ha- because he's shown how difficult it is. Oh, do you think? Or else that it was all in the performance. (laughs) Theodore Geisel was his original name. And, of course, he sold 600 million copies of his books. And uh, some of them have been withdrawn now. Six six titles. Six titles uh, because of the racial stereotypes. Mm. Some people are up in arms about it and some people Who? are thrilled to bits. Who are they? Their names. I saw some people <laughs> being questioned on the news. I won't say which channel. They were being asked what they thought about this. And uh, they said, oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Cancel culture and whatever. And those people were white. There was one person on it who was Asian who said, actually, I think it's a really good idea that it's withdrawn. Well, one of the images is of a, a Chinese chap done in the absolute yes. traditions with the little hat and the ring, the uh, sort of hair with the, in the ponytail and a, a chopsticks. Yes. And a little bowl of food and they're running along the street. Yeah, we often don't actually ask the person who's being trivialised, how do you feel about it? And this man But didn't they've agree. got good rhymes in them. Yeah, but I mean, also, <laughs> let's be fair, they're all the crap titles, aren't they? Yeah, there's, that was lucky. None of, the, none, of the, none of the good ones. There's no green eggs and ham, no cat in the hat problems. That it's all was the, I've luck. never heard of any of these books. Apparently the Mulberry, Mulberry Street one's quite famous. That's, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that was the one. That was the only one that stuck vaguely, out to me. I did yeah, see vaguely. it. I saw it on Mulberry Street, and it was then that I realised why I am slightly racist. <laughs> because you were exposed well, to this sort of formative. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I myself don't eat green eggs yeah. and ham, <laughs> yeah. and slightly look askance at the Oriental. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> and it's not your fault, Tommy. It's that's the right. early exposure to that criminally insane Doctor Zeus. Did giant, but the wearing that the giant hat. One. That's right. I know. It's like like Greta was saying. You know, that so many of the people jump on cancel culture without a even knowing what they're talking about. Yeah, uh, they don't even know the books or even what. Oh, how dare you disqualify Doctor Seuss? <laughs> you know, it's really quite a racist. That's not the point. <laughs> Yeah. The point is, I was a lovely child and I had a happy time because he was there. And also, by the way, they've only just stopped printing a few. There's still millions of them out there. 
Yeah. yeah. Although yeah. EBay, I think Amazon will stop selling yeah, them, even if, if, it, even if it's uh, secondhand. You know, sell it. But they're very, I'm sure if you re- oh, if you're well, a eBay. really proper racist, you could find one. <laughs> but that'll be the fun part because eBay surely I know I've already seen a couple of them, but eBay lit up. You know, I've got a copy of Racist Seuss. <laughs> Did it? The gals for the roof. One hundred and fifty dollars. You got that? If you got that fat racist money, come on! But the whole premise was that racism—you're not born racist. Racism is learnt, uh-huh. and from a very young age, we're teaching mm. kids these stereotypes. Did you see that? Fantastic! Someone wants to uh, ban any education that teaches. Kids about trans, anything trans, yeah, they want yeah, to ban yeah. anything trans. Well, it fits in yours. You should put that in yours. And, 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 and yeah. 100 Australian a- academics have signed this petition saying, look, this is all very well, but we won't be able to teach Shakespeare. You do realize we won't be able to teach Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, the irony of this. And surely, if you're a proper, proper racist, you don't read to your kids anyway, do you? I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, the odd sweeping yeah, general. You just, oh, tell, you, you just tell, tell them how them, it is. Yeah, and you give them a QAnon pamphlet. I mean, you're not really going right. like, oh, here's some nice literature for you. It's I think that's very think... derogatory of our racist <laughs> oh, no, Sorry, call now. <laughs> no, but it, it actually... I'm going to be cancelled for this. <laughs> but I think recent times in our own country have shown that education levels have nothing to do with the mm. isms you can possess. True, true. Good point. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That'd be a great... Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> the, isms. the isms that I know. Isms that I want to grow. A garden of isms in my backyard. And we sat and went to a concert by Tism. Yeah. It'd be worth fine. Be good. Uh, Tommy Dean, Tommy Valentine and Gretel Cleaner here. Um, who is not wild about Harry and Harry's better half? Speaking Ooh. of racists. Oh, so good. This is Buckingham Palace, right? Buckingham Palace are all up in arms. Well, they've been up in arms about Megan. It's Megan, isn't it? Because she's American. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Megan? 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 Isn't that the American way you call it? It's It's Megan. Megan. I'm sure it's Megan in the real world, but in America. No, it's it's not an H in it somehow. That's just the way they say it. Look, this will sound dismissive, but she has always been the girl from Suits (laughs) to me. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. We have to show respect to her. She's the victim of bullying. Absolutely. No, she's the bullier. No, but now the bullies are bullying her. About her bullying. Yeah, I know. She's. Can, can we yeah. actually identify the story for people? Yeah, sorry, oh, sorry. sorry. So there's been a story going around that uh, Megan, uh, while she was at uh, Megan, the woman Markle, from Suits, woman from Suits uh, was Buckingham Palace has come out and they're going to investigate the fact that she did some bullying of staff. I mean, they were they're all in tears. All it's the time. amazing because they don't do a lot of investigating generally Buckingham Palace when certain things go bad. Yeah. But uh, in this case, they're all over it. Mm. It's so. probably a reaction to the fact that right Harry and Meghan have given an, an interview with, to, with, with Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, which Oprah she, Winfrey describes as, in the, as the best interview she's ever given in, done in her life. That's really, like, that's, yeah. that's not like Oprah. Gee, no one that's will watch that. That's fantastic, yeah. Oprah. Sunday yeah, yeah. night, American time. Is she going to give him a car each? Maybe. Oh, right. what, but, uh, all, all I can say is, now. <laughs> but the, the one thing that does make you slightly nervous: royal interviews on television haven't tended to go that well. Well, but that's the thing. So this is the other side, though. See, so that's the thing. That's why. But that's why Buckingham Palace is trying to get in early. The thing, mm. and there's going to be because they're going to rip into the Buckingham Palace for sure. But you saw the Harry one with James Corden, which was interesting because Harry no, was I on the. See that one. Oh, well, it was like a prelude. Right. Yeah, it was a little taster for everybody. But he was on this bus travelling around Los Angeles with James Corden and they're apparently friends, they're having a chat and he was saying that the interpretation of the royal family as seen in The Crown is actually not that bad. 
it's interesting mm. that The Crown, I think, is on Netflix. But well, he's saying yeah. The Crown's and, accurate, you mean. Yeah, <laughs> and so The Crown's on Netflix. And isn't that who Harry and Meghan have just done a huge deal yeah, with? Yeah, like 100 well? million bucks. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So there we go. It is oh, accurate. So, but how is that? So like, what you're saying that all a of this, like the, the, the palace and Harry and Meghan are working together to build up the ratings for Crown yeah. Season 9. No. <laughs> well, no. The They're crown, really playing the no. long game the, on this. The, the no, cr- I'm the not saying that. The Crown suits. Oh, man, it's going to be so good. Yeah, that's a show. That <laughs> I think, the I think first I time was, they could go back and forth across <laughs> that, the waters. That, that I think fantastic. I was making a very significant point, Tommy, which you trivialise. The point was that here we look like it's going to be an expose from the heart mm-hmm. because this has been, oh, these poor people are being persecuted, but it was a good commercial opportunity as well, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it was well, just so we're clear, my weird. job is to trivialise things. Isn't it? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what this format oh, is. That's what here. the racists just say. What this is. Just what this is here. <laughs> the racists who are now very poor. <laughs> Because they have to story. shell out so much money just to get a book for their children. Well, the other thing is about the, the, the Buckingham Palace. It's a bit rich, I think, for the royal family to be coming out and talking about bullying. You know, you know why racists don't read to the children? Because the words are black. <laughs> That's what it is. I think That's what it is. You know, I mean, Only the page makes sense. The page is white, but the words <laughs> are black. It's an outrage. Yeah. Outrageous. It's pretty bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. But just, no, I was going to say, it's like... the. For the royal family to be complaining about bullying, all you do is watch the crowd. That's their modus operandi. The whole British aristocracy is based on bullying. Hmm. Isn't it like like downstairs? Prince Charles. If if your servant isn't in tears, you're not doing your job. Exactly right. You You do know that's not a documentary. No, it is. As far as 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 I'm concerned, it is. Oh, my God. Last question from this week's news. Uh, Who has moved on from the way she speaks to staff? Who has moved on? Don't look at me. I'm not trivialising this. <laughs> We're all looking at you because the rest of us have answered But questions. I have to say, uh, what this is, of course, is the story of the defence minister. Uh, whose name is? Whose name is? <laughs> Linda Reynolds. Linda Reynolds. <laughs> I, would, I, I knew it. I Why did. did you pause? Was that for dramatic, dramatic effect? effect? Yes. Well, it was so dramatic. Well, because I think, I think we have to focus on defence minister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the important part. Uh, and then well, anyway, she's apologised. Yeah, uh, she's come. Out. She was in trouble, of course, because uh, she was accused mm. of calling Brittany Higgins a lying cow. Yeah, it's not not nice language. It's it? not. No. It's terrible language. But here's the problem in the format that we work in: is that now, in my mind, it feels like a Dr. Seuss title. <laughs> <laughs> How now, lying cow? So that's you think true. that's a problem of the industry, or you personally? No, me personally. Yeah. <laughs> I've been presented with a lot of topics in a very short amount of time. <laughs> my brain can't keep them. We've separate. had a, we've had a terrible row. Exactly oh, right. You lying, lying cow. It could be a headline as well. And, and, and the lying cow could be, you know, quite supine in it. I mean, it might just be a nice <laughs> bucolic picture right. of a cow having a rest. It's very true. But this is truly terrible. Uh, to stay on topic, uh, clearly, clearly terrible. Uh, and it's funny when things are terrible in so many ways. It's terrible uh, that uh, the argument is about the fact that uh, the defense minister didn't support Brittany, and this looks like in some ways uh, she did not. Uh, it's terrible. I mean, she, she says that she supports her in the actual allegation. She was upset about some other parts of the story. But, and but not in that, her response to how Linda Reynolds responded to her. Right. Yeah. And then other people are upset because, you know, there probably shouldn't be a leak in the defense minister's department <laughs> that lets us <laughs> yes. know that she said lying cow. Yeah. 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 But she also said, we've got 17 submarines yeah. ready to attack the China- right. Chinese. Right. 
I, so that's a concern. I I thought maybe it was listening to you yesterday, Richard. Um, can, I cannot be sure. Commiserations. Yes, I was under house arrest. No, I was. I think I was listening to you, and and there was someone. One of the commentators said that the justification for it was that it happened behind closed doors. Yes, yes. And you and your commentator, mm, David, Spears, yeah. David Spears, made the very astute point that isn't it behind closed doors that we see who you really are? That's right, not on 7.30 when mm. you're with Lee and you're putting on your best face. Yeah, yeah and I, th- I mean, and we have to be careful too because it does sound like three, and I know you're not doing this, trivialising what is a horrible thing, no, really laughing horrible thing. at her... Saying it, so we we just have to be careful of I that. Think, uh, but I think also, I have a little bit of sympathy for her in that, with all that's gone down, if it ends up that she got sacked, yeah. So they end up the one person out of those so is, is a woman. All the misogyny, yeah, Canberra. And, and yeah, the, let's the, take it out. The, yeah, the, I know and, I'm and her, woman. A woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be well, a bit that, rich. It would also be typical. Wouldn't well, it? yes, it, it would, would also yeah, be good incre- point. incredibly yeah. likely. I think. Yeah. Tommy Dean is here. Subby Valentine is here. Greta Colleen is here. We've got the Wheel of Death coming up, and lots of great topics in for for Tommy. But can I just say, Richard, yes, just before we move yes, on, James Subby. Rain was fantastic. He was fantastic. We love him. Yeah. But I think the most entertaining part was watching Gretel really listen intently to the lyrics because she didn't want to spend another 40 years wondering what the song was about. Yeah, that, that was did, you, did you get it? I Googled them. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> but like no, the entire time he was singing, they were like, part of you sad where you're just going, oh, we still have all that trouble getting people to pick fruit no matter where it is. <laughs> it just, no, so is that what you were wondering? Props it's being a political put song. Back in. It's so mm. terrible. <laughs> I did like the image of, of John Howard singing it at the Tesla. Uh, now, the comedy series Frasier is to make a comeback. Frasier? What's Frasier? Sorry, Frasier is to make a comeback this week. Although, who You're will so be precise. included in the supporting cast is unclear. Could it ever work without Niles and Daphne? Certainly, the dad and the dog won't be involved. The wonderful John Mahoney died in 2018. Can you see it working? What about the other remakes like Will and Grace? And if not these shows, what would you like to be given a second go? Subby. Uh, well,. I never watched Frasier. Frasier? So, uh, the Glazier? I was a Cheers fan, but I dropped off with this. I'm not a big fan of spin-offs, clearly. Clearly. Uh, but that spin-off was more famous than the show. Uh, yeah, I think, well, Cheers is very good, though. Yeah. But, and, you, and you earned a fortune, didn't he, doing it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A American good billion. Sitcoms, there were, there were sure. 11 series of yeah. Frasier. Mm. I suppose and it could work. a crazy work. amount of cocaine. <laughs> so this is a very uninformed answer. No, well, shows come back, they work, but whether it's going to be good... There's another. I think no show should ever come back. Well, you, really? you don't want to ever. Never. What about nothing? What about Petticoat Junction? Nothing. No, nothing. What about F Troop? Nothing. What about Absolutely. Gilligan's Island? Look, because I dream of it's Jeannie. all fi- it's all fine. But if they come back in the purse, I don't want to see someone who's just going to remind mm. me how old I am. What about the seven pm news? You'd like to see that tonight, no. wouldn't you? But you know what I mean. Any like, show come back that was better? Because that's a th- but it's the thing. Because if it's the show and you just if I I don't want to. See Kramer looking as old as me. I just want to see him looking like Kramer. But it was fine with Will and Grace because it all had so much work. They looked it, younger it than looked, in the. It looked so weird, and it was kind of the same, but just a bit freaky. Well, actually, they seemed like they should grow up on it Will just, and Grace because they were all so, acting like so they were. It'll 30. do all right, but I'm not. The only shows that could come back, I think, would be shows that featured children, just because it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. like they can Webster. Change- I want to see Webster <laughs> As a and he's like 47. Girl. Yeah, that'd, be, fu- that'd or, be funny. What about Doogie Howser? Any of those. They can change the cast. You do no, realise. No, that's just the, the whole concept. point. You bring in the... Well, that's what they back. did with One Day at a Time. None of us know no, we what don't that, know that is. Don't well, it's a show that came back. <laughs> <laughs> well, to resound With an entirely new cast with the same premise. 
But that's kind of different, and that becomes a. That's but it was a the same show, thing. one day at a time. It was the same. It was exactly the same, yeah. but all new cast members. Yeah. But the principal themes and thrust of the show yeah. uh, remained intact. What about Skippy mm. with Sonny at seventy? See yeah. that? See that's good. Yeah, but what, how that. old is Skippy? A, a very old kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, right. But he I does stuffed. He doesn't go. He goes. <laughs> he would not be well. But that, I, I agree with that. Subby though. You know, like shows that evolve. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to see a you know just a revamp of the Brady Bunch. But if it's like the Brady Bunch, the future, like the the kids of the Brady Bunch, like we find out mm. that like Greg and Marsha eventually worked out they weren't related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which they did during the show, but we didn't see it. Right. Yeah, yeah. But also they're bringing Sex in the City back. Yeah, yeah. Without one cast member, yeah. Samantha, but the other one's there. Yeah, that's it. I rewatched that just to see how it's held up in the last twenty years. Several, couple of episodes, which is not many out of mm. the hundred and something they did, were you wouldn't get past now. You know, mm-hmm. comments about lesbianism or short people or some sort of judgmentalism. But that one's coming back to huge anticipation. They didn't quote uh, any. Dr. Seuss lyrics, didn't they? Maybe that's forthcoming. But one of the, the things Lion about... The Lion episode was terrible. <laughs> you know what I'd love to see? I think two of the most profound comedies we've had were MASH, which I thought was beautiful, and I'd love mm. to see that making the same kind of political commentary now. And also, was it Love Thy Neighbour that was yes, about... Yes, Love Thy Neighbour. Wouldn't that yeah. be great to... So oh. the Love Thy Neighbour, for, for younger listeners, uh, it's British. There's a black couple, a black family and a white family living next door to each other, and the white family is made up of a total racist guy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if you're from America, it's called All in the Family. Yeah, that's right. They're all... But the beautiful thing well. is that no statements are made. You just see the ridiculousness of this behaviour, of mm. being racist. Mm. It was. I think it'd be timely. To do Little it. known fact: mm. the ma- well, after it finished in England because they decided it was just beyond the pale, <laughs> yes. they brought the main character out here and made a spin-off for Channel Seven, in which he lives in Blacktown next to a. Uh, oh yes, I remember yeah, that. Next to a immigrant family. Really? Yeah, well, I think true. they missed the point. Unless <clears throat> wow. I missed the point. It's like you a could, prequel. Yeah, to yeah, the, that was the crazy thing about both those shows: is that. How did the incredibly racist guy keep making such terrible property decisions? <laughs> like, didn't he look? Or did he just get a building report he liked and went, yeah, yeah. But no termites. Of, but comedy was used as a powerful political tool. Even Mary Tyler Moore was breaking moulds mm. when, when it was mm. a single woman well, okay. who pursued well, a career. Love Thy Neighbour was not one of those programs. But do, do you think... Don't you think it was holding the mirror up and saying, "Look how ridiculous this is"? No, that's making no. fun. It was it was enjoying racism. Yes. No, that was, was that, it? They used to they sort of pretend that they're but the, but people would just embrace the guy. It's like Archie Bunker, it's the same yeah. thing. Like people or Alf Garnet. Yeah, but that that was sort of supposed to be satirical, mm-hmm. but everyone just went, "He's unreal." So Alf Al Garnet was oh, written really? by Alf Garnet was written by Johnny Speed, who was a real left winger who wanted to mm. criticize yeah. uh, this right wing old idiot. But actually, a lot of the viewers he just became a hero. He's great. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. he great? Also, yeah. it's the like same thing. Who was talking about that? Stephen Colbert did a character once, like a very short lived character. Uh, it was like a, a racial, a Chinese racial stereotype. Just basically, it was so over the top, pointing out it was pure satire, but everybody just took it face value. And then raked him over the coals for being such a complete racist. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's clearly a joke. Mm. But it's not a joke. You can't do ironic blackface. No. No. Unless you're Dr. Zeus. <laughs> uh, we uh, have got, thank God it's Friday, on your radio, we have Tommy Dean, Gretel Clean, and Sophie Valentine. And we have the Wheel of Death, ladies and gentlemen. Are yeah, you ready, Tommy? Oh, I am so ready. This is going to be the most racist Wheel of Death ever. <laughs> well, today's topic... In a satirical mode. You watch. I'm taking them all on. Are you Polish? Look oh, out. I'm scared what you're going to say. <laughs> today's topics are trousers, man bun, bad choices, sawhorse, 
garden gnomes, leaf blower, swimming, tweezers, the wrong size, egg sandwich, puppies, knit comb, chainsaw art, and magician. Which one full you're full of well, fear? You no, know, not so much fear, but I'm starting to see a, a pattern. Because uh, I listen to the show, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and yeah. There's a lot of words on there that have been used already during your program yes. today. Yes, and I just yes. think it's funny that... Call up and say something random. I think I just heard the word egg sandwich on the radio. <laughs> Hello, egg sandwich. It sounds quite random, but I'm pretty sure you just said it. Egg sandwich. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the thing about egg sandwiches. You don't I, like them. You don't talk, like them. We've talked about it here, and half the people think they're the best thing in the world, and the other half think mm. they're funeral food. <laughs> oh, wow. And can't they be both? They can. Exactly. Sometimes that's why you go to funerals. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of John, but by God, I love curried egg sandwich. Don't use up all your material because it might come up. Round and round and round it goes. Egg sandwich. No, it's swimming. All right, then. Swimming is the topic. Swimming. Well, have oh. you ever noticed that if you go swimming, after eating an egg sandwich. <laughs> 30 minutes within. I hate swimming. I hate swimming. I hate it. Uh, but you've got a pool. I, I, that's a whole different hate. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Uh, that's like at a God level. That's a God level hate being made to be in charge of an element. No man should be in charge of an element of the earth on his own. Uh, but, small fact, when ducks come... That's when I know it's time to get the chlorine out. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a Sopranos not, reference. I use, I, use the nature, I use nature to tell me when the pool's not up to spec. That's not how humans swim. If the ducks are mating in my pool, then uh, no, now's the time to get more chlorine. Uh, I like it, It's the most futile of things that humans do uh, because we will never be anywhere close to as good as the things that actually swim. If you put our greatest <laughs> swimmer on the planet into the ocean, mm-hmm. dead in a second, in a second, against any other predator that happened to find him in the area. What, Thorpey against the shark? Thorpey falls off a yacht, mm-hmm. and he's like, here comes a shark. I'm Thorpey. Let me just kick it in to Sydney Olympic mode. It'd be like, and now Thorpey's in. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's particularly swim relevant? I mean, wouldn't that happen with a lion on land? We're not talking about lions on land. No, I'm just... Well, you you, you still walk. <laughs> you still walk on land. Not, I know. But well, that's what I mean. You still have to get around. It's still dangerous. But I'm saying, why, why focus? <laughs> why focus so clearly on a skill that will get you nowhere? But we started off... We start, even In evolutionary terms, we started off in the water, didn't we? Getting out! Mm. That is the whole yes. point! That has yes. always been my point about beach culture. Why are you going back when everything <laughs> says go inland? Go inland! No, it doesn't. Real estate prices do, but... There's no, all of evolution says keep moving away. What did we just hear? What did we just hear? Tsunami Tsunami coming. Get away from the beach. Do you like rock fishing? You're stupid. You're even stupider if you do it tomorrow. Don't. Go to the fish and chip shop. Where's a good one? Inland. You know why? Refrigerated trucks. But why do you have a pool? Because it came with the house. (laughs) And I thought it was a small ditch that a palm tree was growing out of. And then I cleaned it out and discovered a mistake had been made. (laughs) It was a pool. It it makes no sense. The reason I even think about the death in the water is we went snorkeling on my honeymoon. And uh, that's what I thought. I was was quite scary. It was open water in Thailand. 
And I was just in there, and I felt pretty confident. I was a young man at the time. I felt pretty strong in the water. And I was like, oh, yeah, if there's any trouble in here, I'll just a couple of kick steps, I'll be back on the boat. And then three water snakes went past me at a rate of knots <laughs> that I could not calculate. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, I'm yeah. so dead. Did if you find you me. could swim faster than Thorpey at that moment? Oh, Thorpey? Oh, the thing about Thorpey was I'm pretty sure, what, 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 this is why Jesus walked on the water, just so I'm clear. Mm. Even Jesus didn't swim. <laughs> he used his power to stay on top like evolved spirits do. Yeah. You get on top. And then worse is it, none of it, like the people that swim the English Channel, any long distance ocean swimming, if they don't coat themselves in petroleum jelly, then they melt in the salt. There's no reason to be in there. We're meant to be out. If you're in the pool, what's the point of going to the end just to tumble flip and come back to the other end? <laughs> and by the third or fourth time, I'm pretty sure you don't know what end you're at. You just don't know. What's the fun of following the black line up and down an Olympic swimming pool? I see not the only reason you should have any slight swimming skills at all is, is, is like for like a jacuzzi. Like they're delightful. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I quite... don't think that's normally defined as swimming. No. No, I think it's called sitting. No, no but when you, like, when you get out in the middle, you know, like, when you're in a big jacuzzi, <laughs> and you have to like... You, you get to... out in the middle. Well, no, you have to switch positions because, you know, maybe you, you mistook where you were. <laughs> and, and maybe staying where you are is a bad thing. Man, you know some good jacuzzis. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll just dunk you back to those <laughs> Ooh, the jet's quite comfortable. It's like God butterflying in the jacuzzi. <laughs> what is he doing? And that, yes! And the stupid ways we butterfly. swim. Like the, the, the crawl, the Australian crawl. Sure, I'll accept that. Hand over freestyle. Is there, by the way, I, before I go off on this, mm -hmm. is there is the Australian crawl different than freestyle? I don't think no, so. It's, it's the same thing. thing. Good on you, Australia. Yeah. Freestyle makes sense. Every other way of swimming, yeah. completely stupid. Yeah. It's but, it, but it kind of came from here. It was a, it was a, hmm. a Polynesian guy, I think, who's in Sydney, and they, call, they steal it from him, but it's still Australian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very Australian I mean, to steal it swimming. from somebody who's not from here. It's the fastest way of swimming there is. Well, what if we swam in another way that was slower than the fast way, but still swimming? Breaststroke. No, that's yeah. a good one because you can look at everybody. Butterflies. No, be that's stupid. Ludicrous. Butterflies, so stupid. Butterflies, yeah, the big out and over. Yeah. Big out and over. Uh, and then backstroke, clearly the stupidest. <laughs> <laughs> there is no stupider. Uh, you know, I like the ocean, but I'd really rather look at the sky. <laughs> it's good for nude nights for men. Especially in the backyard pool when you get clunking your head <laughs> no, on the, on the side of the pool. Can't even do a double tip. <laughs> so, Tommy, what is your preferred form of exercise or oh. joy, one or the other? Oh, well, what, are you conflating those two? <laughs> well, are you I, somehow I, suggesting that joy and exercise are connected? No, I'm suggesting... Like fun run? Don't give me oxymorons, woman! <laughs> I'm suggesting that swimming could offer both of these to you. What do you do instead? Like, I don't mind being in water. Water is lovely. I love the suspension of water, the lack of gravity in water. I like the, I like the, the you know, the, the slow meditation of water. Uh, I like boiling pasta. <laughs> Uh, just under the true boil point. I like a hard simmer. I like I like the way the bubbles. I like water. I like water a lot. But you don't like <laughs> swimming. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. Does he die or does he live? He, well, he, he dies. dies. He dies. The, the you know, it, you know it, I'm totally. Here's my terrible. I didn't even say it out loud because you jinx yourself. But I am. I am totally 
terribly terrified that one day you will say on the news, uh, terrible news, uh, Sydney, but uh, he does. longtime friend of, uh, <laughs> right. thank God it's Friday, drowned today in his own pool. <laughs> yeah, because he never bothered to know <laughs> that. He didn't clean it up properly. Did he live or did he die? Yeah. <laughs> when you die, it has to be on this show, having done the Wheel of that's Death, right. and yeah. me unleashing the yeah. lions. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's right. Right. Uh, Now, we all know about uh, dating apps for singles, but a new generation of apps is aimed at couples. I read in the Herald this week, some like Relish, paired and lasting, flash up tips for tough conversations and date night ideas. Others like lover and desire give more um, intimate suggestions like dares you can send each other to keep the relationship alive. If you were to design an app to make a relationship last the distance, what would it include? Gretel Colleen. Lots of money, two (laughs) houses and at least one other person. An app? Mm. Yeah, that would be... More houses than people. Well, I mean, do people seriously need these tips? Apparently. Conversational tips yeah. mm-hmm. and sexual tips. Well, they're dares, apparently. Oh, my God. Yeah. I dare you to go I dare you, I, beer. I, Yeah, I dare you to read the lyrics of James Rain's song and then do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the saddest question we've ever had on TGIF. You don't, you're not, uh, don't Well, I'm this, not know. in a relationship and all of you are, and you, you seem to think this is really crucial information. <laughs> so, I mean, do you think, do you think these are, are useful? Well, I think there already is an app. Is it? What's it called? Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> but it needs so, to be refined. Yeah, yeah. Because but, but, basic premise is a dating app. You spend half an hour scrolling through the shows together. Mm-hmm. Uh, arguing a little bit. Arguing a little bit. Which coming, is like remind you what it was like to walk through Blockbuster. Coming, exactly. Exactly. Coming to an agreement. One of you falls asleep, the other one watches it. That's it's mean, not that's, an agreement. Isn't it called a compromise no, in a no, relationship? No, no. Uh, you're happy with that. And then, relationship and then, means you know, compromise. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Whoever <laughs> likes sleeping sleeps. Whoever likes watching telly watches telly. Yeah. I mean, that's, and then you just do this for 50 years and then you're you done. Do. Mm-hmm. The, show, the, show with, the show with bonnets always wins. It's well, true. But you run out of them. They don't, they don't produce enough of them. They are fiction. way more than you reckon. It <laughs> <laughs> is really surprising. Oh, okay. Is this yeah. because the men like the shows with bonnets? No, or no, no. So basically the woman controls the television. Yeah, yeah. Really? And the no. bonnet shows, they make so many of them. Maybe one, sure, I don't mind. This Outlander mm. thing sounds fun. <laughs> Seven seasons! <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's true. But they're including a lot more sex in those So um, much more bond sex. Series. And that is yeah. not what you would need. Yeah. Bridgerton had a lot of sex. Yeah. So it was, that was all it was. It should have been called Sectorton. Hmm. <laughs> That's but the trouble, all I did. The trouble is, a castle. Let's do it. But you never see the sex because if you're the guy, you've fallen asleep by the time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, it's, maybe if you, maybe you need an app to wake you up. Well, that's what these are so useful for. <laughs> that's what you need. You need the app. It's, it's just it's uncomfortable. You know, you're sitting home as a as a very happy and comfortable married couple, and then you're watching these young people just go hammer and tongs. <laughs> <laughs> what the app needs to tell you is just fast forward to 37, 24, catch them in the last second. Oh, the last second's the only one that matters because that's me find out how they feel about each other. Yeah. The sex is always just what it is. And at the end, you're either like, that was great, we should stay together a while, or hello, what are you doing? Get out of my house. You know what they should be doing? Producing a couple's cut. <laughs> but why directors you... well, be welcome to Bridgerton. Yeah, right. Credits. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but what do you guys get out of these bonnet shows? A good sleep. A good sleep. Does it help your marriage? There's a thing called bonnet apnea, which is a, <laughs> just a, as soon as you see the first bonnet, you fall into a deep, blissful slumber. <laughs> That's nice. Well, I know that I, I, my wife would be happier if, if, if I had a castle. Mm. That's the feeling that I get from. 
all the shows is she really wants a castle. With Seven Sound says yeah. that she can mistreat yeah. like Megan. I'm starting to think she wants me to dig more of the pool until it becomes a moat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah, just bring it, ring it around. That's not bad. It'd be pretty good. If Unless you, were, yeah. you won't hit the end when you're doing backstroke, it's a moat. <laughs> it never ends. It finally makes sense. You, you finally love swimming. Exactly. Yeah. By the crocodiles you've yeah. put within. Uh, thank God it's Friday is on your radio at the moment. Now, the uh, where, where, where am I up to? Um, the Australian economy is booming, much to the surprise of economists, with growth figures this week indicating that having saved money on overseas travel, Australians are instead spending up big on other stuff. So here's my question. Uh, what's the thing you've bought more of thanks to the COVID lockdown? Josh Frydenberg has given us the, the, the big figures, you know, 3% growth. But what are we buying that we don't normally buy, Gretel? I think I've really let the team down, Richard. I'm so sorry. I, I just didn't buy things. Didn't you? <laughs> no. I bought but some... But what are you saving? What are you using the money you've saved from the Paris trip that you haven't been able to have? For my old age. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I bought some extra tabbouleh. Mm-hmm. That was a treat during lockdown. And I saw a <laughs> bloke who gave me a headache every time I saw him, so I did buy a bit more Advil. Mm. I don't think that's what Josh Frydenberg <laughs> was talking about. One packet of Advil. More than one packet. And just yeah. a little bit of extra Advil. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a I'm away. sorry I'm participating that's, that's from a three, distance. That's not 3.1% in the December quarter. <laughs> well, you know, any other time of the year, this would be considered to be appalling that everybody's getting into debt and using all of those. I think everyone loves it, always loves that. No, it's they good. love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stimulate the economy. Stimulate the economy. Oh, yeah. Really? No, two, yeah. Two, two the periods. The economy's of, up. Two yeah, yeah. periods of growth. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> oh, well, what did everybody else buy? Subby? Well, I'm not, I'm not a big spender as well, Cradle. Oh, dear. But uh, what I've got into weirdly, and it's a bit strange coming after the back of the Netflix conversation, mm-hmm. as I've been getting into buying DVDs. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. groovy. Which is very old school. Can you, can you still? Uh, yeah, you yeah. can still yeah. get them. Yeah. Well, Why do you do that? Well, partly because now to watch all the shows you watch, you need to have about 15 different streaming services. Which yeah. all cost 10 bucks all cost a go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now because of that, there are just shows that aren't available. And I remember I'll be listening to a podcast, I'll remember something, I think that movie, I'll, I'll get that. But the other beauty of it is when it's actually a tangible thing, when it's a DVD, it has a bit more cachet so I can force my kids to watch mm-hmm. it. So in, I can't force the kids to watch something on Netflix. Yeah, whatever, mate. But, but it's, it's look, a DVD. Look at this. But I've in, bought in, this. Uh, in Gretel's new novel, yes. there's, they've, 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 it's a contemporary novel, but the family have got a VHS still and oh, they've got a VHS tape and they watch GG Bang Bang on it. No, I'm, yeah. I'm drawing the line of VHS. Mm. But I can't believe you've still got a DVD player. But well, no, you can play what, through th- anything. Here's a plan, though. Like I've, yeah. He has an extensive DVD collection and I'm guessing that pretty soon what he'll do is create a network where you can... <laughs> pay him a subscription cost, and he will mail you yeah. DVDs, and then you'll mail them back. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually that'll do very well for him, and he'll start his online. own streaming service. <laughs> he'll go online. Look, it's a subby flick. Do you yeah. think it's a sign of some sort of yearning for security and stability in an industry that's been thrown into turmoil during COVID? No, no, I like DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what have you been spending your extra cash on, much Look, to the pleasure of the treasurer? Flour. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, man, do I buy flour. I used to buy flour in one kilo bags. Remember those days? One kilo? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I buy 12.5 kilo bags wow. now. Where? Uh, at, at, a, at a Provador's mm-hmm. warehouse. Yeah. That's 12.5. And how long does it take to use it all up? Less than two weeks, usually maybe three, three weeks. Uh, a friend of mine goes there as well. So whenever she goes, 
we get two bags and she gets 12.5 and I get 12.5. But then she doesn't know this and I probably shouldn't even admit it out loud. <laughs> but sometimes I'll get through it so fast, I have to get the five kilo bag from Colesworth. All right, yeah. Uh, and just tied me over. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going through like 20 kilos of flour. It's amazing. Well, that's, that's most of the 3.1% growth in the December yeah, sector is right really there. Is. Yeah. Well, can I do a huge, I do a huge trade in uh, bagels, you know, and bagels just to make a dozen, a dozen bagels is a kilo of flour. Mm. Do you sell the bagels? You must be upping your sugar and your everything else as well, surely. Yeah, but not in bagels. Not bagels, you're right. Yeah. Rice, rice malt syrup is my secret ingredient. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you um, sell, do you have like a stall outside your house? No, I use them as barter. I barter. Oh, okay. So, like, I need a ride to the gig. I'll give you two bagels. <laughs> two uh, bagels? That's all. I know. Why two? You know how much bagels go for on the open market? How much? Country? Like six bucks. Yeah, but a ride to bagel. a gig, that's like that's 40 bucks. bucks. Are you doing any... Oh, uh, no, are they enormous Uber. bagels? You doing, any, doing any fan, you doing any fancy ones? Well, I'm using Nigella seeds. Oh, yeah, buy those too. I, I found a lot of delis. Me and delis, man. Dried chilies, weird seeds... Uh, not weird. Is that them? different to me? <laughs> Nigella seeds, sesame seeds. They're made by Lawson, are they? Bird seed. Bird seeds. Well, I got a bird feeder. It's the same stuff we eat. <laughs> it's so crazy. Pet barn, fifty percent off. You're why a... would you? Why would you get it cold? I got the time. I just grind it down, separate them myself. I got corn, from millet, lentils. Really? So many good things. Who are the winners and losers of this week? Gretel Clean. Oh, I don't know yet. Could you ask someone else, please? Who are the winners and losers of this week? Sorry, Valentine. So, this is fascinating. I mean, there's a Goodwill shop, like a secondhand shop in Texas. You know, I love my good secondhand shops. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Texas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, somebody donated a jacket, and then I'm not sure who the winners and losers are, but someone donated a jacket and then realised after they'd done it that they'd left $5,000 in the pocket. Uh, mm. So they contacted the Goodwill shop, and mm. one of the workers went and found it and gave it back. <gasps> oh. The jacket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to work out who the winners are. Because I think the winner is obviously the person who got their money back, but I think the worker is a winner as well. Because he's such a good person. Such a lovely person. person and and yeah. the loser, in this case, is me, because I love a second-hand shop, but now I'm going to have to go through all the pockets yeah. <laughs> Just every in case. time I go, and that's going to take a lot of time. Take a lot of time. Winners and losers, great clean. I did an online, you know, I have my new book, and I was doing an online book club, and I was a bit flustered because I hadn't done all the questions before, and I somehow told all of the audience that I just had got new glasses, I'd gone to the obstetrician to get them. <laughs> you know, you get flustered. But the winners, I was looking at young people, do you do this anymore when you see someone actually reading from their iPhone without glasses? And it seems so miraculous. So I'm, I'm saying any generation, anyone aren't younger than glasses. us. I noticed that. Mm. Have you had your eyes operated on? No, no. All right, well, you're the winner then. Go to an obstetrician <laughs> and check Richard's out. Richard's got his on his head. He uh, Tommy, win, winners and losers, quickly. Uh, the big winner, I'm going to just go with uh, me on this. Uh, the death of a dream. Uh, something happened to me uh, last night that has never happened before. I won the lotto. Well, I won the lotto. How much? I won forty two dollars. Wow. wow! Wow! But I felt bad when you buy a lotto ticket. You you know you you expect to lose. You expect to get nothing. <clears> but to get forty two dollars <throat> to be so close and yet so far. What are you going to spend it on? Lotto tickets. Yeah, it's, it's the only choice. Yeah, and also we Two Doctor Seuss books. You've used up your <laughs> win now. Yeah, Two Doctor Seuss books, uh, some swim flippers, <laughs> and another twelve point five. I might buy Gretel's book. <laughs> Thank Digital you. edition, more flower. <laughs> uh, DVD edition. Thank you to Tommy Dean, Subby Valentine, and Gretel Colleen. Thanks for being part of. Thank God it's Friday next week. Tommy will be back with Gene Kitson and Gary Eck. Music from Troy Casadaly. Until then, I'm Richard Glover, and thank God it's Friday. Yay! Boys really do light up. Ha, ha, ha.